You are an achiever. You may have a great relationship or maybe you're happily single. You may have a great job or maybe you own your own business. You have a nice house, a nice apartment. Maybe you have a nice car. And while you feel like you should be grateful for what you have and you are, you know that there's another level for you. I know that you're here because deep down, you know that you're meant for more. But I get it. It's not that simple because at the end of the day, you've been made to believe by society through our conditioning that you're supposed to be happy with what you've got. Well, my friend, you are not crazy for feeling like there's a missing piece. You really did come to the right place. Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast, aka your new favorite podcast. I'm Dr. Barbie Kaleb. I'm a manifestation and money mindset coach. I'm also a business coach. I'm living a life beyond my wildest dreams. I've built a multi-million dollar online business. I'm marrying my dream partner, Sagi, and I'm a fur mom to four crazy fun dogs. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things mindset, money, manifestation, leadership, and expansion. I'll guide you through on how to work through your money blocks, how to work through all kinds of roadblocks, and then how to reach the next level of greatness in your life. However, you define greatness. We're going from good to great and from great to greatness. I can't wait to help you experience the kind of life that you've been dreaming of. Get ready. It's time to go to the next level of greatness. Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Today, I have a super, super, super special guest. It's a dear, dear friend from my Brooklyn days back in, I want to say like 2000, 2001, Katie Jana. You are a holistic intimacy coach and the founder of The Pleasure Alchemy. We'll get to talk about that in a second. But welcome to my podcast. And also, you are a money magnet graduate. So my heart is so full already just having you on. Welcome. Thank you so much. And I'm truly honored to be here with you. Yes, we've been friends for many years and I'm excited to be here and I can't wait to talk about your amazing program and tell you a little bit about what's going on with me since the program. Yeah. So I'm sitting here looking at your face. No one can see you, but I just had a dream about us last night. This is wild. We were together in the dream and I gave you some gifts and This totally plays into the money stories because I was giving you, it was like your birthday and your family was there and I brought you some beautiful designer bags, but they were kind of like, you couldn't tell if they were fake or not. Like the fake Louis Vuitton bags that you could get in Uh Chinatown, remember back then? Uh And I'm wondering like, why did I have that dream? And I think it goes back to money stories. Back then, 
I remember wanting the nice things, but feeling like I couldn't have them. And so I think it was just my subconscious mind going like deep into those days when times were really different. I mean, if I'm honest with you, I'm still always putting other people first, right? And so that's the thing that I haven't tackled. So I will do like everything for my kids, get them everything that they need. And then when it comes to myself, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get this little bit of thing or not buy the thing that I really love, right? With the exception of like my business, like I'll spend on my business, but for myself. So that's something that I'm working through. So, I mean, it could be that you're in alignment with that because that's actually something that has been the theme for me this week, actually. (laughs) I feel like I bought myself this really expensive pair of reading glasses because I just, I love a nice pair of glasses and I lost my last ones. And I think about all the things that I could have done with that money. But then I was like, no, like I deserve nice things. (laughs) I was giving you nice things. But I think that you were trying to figure out is this a real Louis Vuitton? Is this a real? <laughs> but, but it has to do, I believe, with worthiness. And not only like mm-hmm. your stuff, but like right. my stuff. So this is interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, it is. We're going to get into it. But I just, I've said that I love you already. But you know, the kind of, yeah, you were the kind of friend. I lived on the third floor, I think. You lived on the second floor. I lived on the third floor. Oh, I lived on the fourth floor. You lived on the penthouse. Oh. Yeah, it didn't feel like a penthouse. It was like 4A, whatever, 4C. I lived in 4C. Anyway, I would just go to your apartment all the time. And at the time you had one daughter. Yeah. Um, And then I moved to Paris for six months. You came to visit me to Paris. So we were were tight. And this is the kind of friendship that I love where we can be friends for decades and not have to talk all the time. I feel like when we do talk, we pick back up exactly where we left off. Absolutely. I feel like that time period was a transition for all of us. Like we all moved into the building at the same time. And you and I, we solidified our friendship that beyond what was going on around us, even between marriage at that time and whatever relationship I was in, Like we share dreams together. Like I never imagined, honestly, that you would be the Barbie who you are today. Like I just never imagined it. And I don't think you did either. I don't think you were thinking about that, right? But we just kind of, I remember sharing things, sharing ideas and sharing like dreams. And you were a professor at the time and so speaking fluent French. And in the past, we had such a great time together. And we just bonded from the beginning. Like yeah. there was something. And then we were both from Queens living in Brooklyn. And I think that was also like we had that thing in common. But in general, you know, we were just two girls living life, right? And young and making our way through. I was actually a graduate student at NYU at the time. And you were working for Bloomberg. Yeah. And yeah. how old are you now? Girl, I'm 53 now. Okay, so I'm 48, so four or five uh-huh. years older. Uh-huh. And yeah. you were always that very wise friend. You were the friend that told me that, two things that I particularly remember, but you were always that wise woman in my life. Number one, you told me that when I would be 30-something, 
that my eyesight was going to start to go and it did, number one. And then when I got divorced, you said, girl, brace yourself. And then I was like, come in. And I did. So I feel like you were always a few steps ahead. And as a projector in human design, Mm -hmm. last week we had Jen, the human design expert, talk a little bit about human design. But that's your role in life is to be a guide to the world. And I've always seen you as that person. So for me to have you in one of my courses was so special and a total surprise. So let's get into that because I had actually been thinking about you like two or three days before you reached out or maybe a week before. Then I remember I, that. You remember? And then I saw you had posted something that resonated with me. I commented. And then the next thing you know, you were in my inbox and you're like, girl, I think I need to take your money magnet course. So what made you decide to sign up? So first of all, thank you for saying those things about me. That's so kind. I think that where people go wrong a lot of times is that their ego gets in the way and they're not able to, because I don't look at your age, right? I'm looking at Barbara has been wealthy for many years. We started out on the journey together and you took another path. I've always just not into the fitness thing, as you can tell. <laughs> right? But I'm beautiful and perfect just as you are. Thank you. I have always admired from here, right? So I've watched your journey. And so when I look at my life and I look at people who are stable, financially stable, which by the way is interesting, the only people, they're all Aries, by the way. But I look at you and I say, well, if I'm going to learn from anybody, first of all, I trust you. I know you. I've been knowing you for many, many years, 20 years at least. That's number one. And number two, I look at how you live your life. And I said, not that I want to emulate your life, but I appreciate your values, right? I appreciate your values. And so those are the things that I look at when I think about who I want to learn from, someone who has integrity someone who has a great value system, a story that resonates with me. And so, yeah, so you fit the bill for that. But mainly there was an integrity in your delivery that I just really attached myself to. And I was like, I can learn something from my friend. And this is my friend. So I want to learn from her. And I just think it's so important for us to be constantly healing. And there was something that I needed to heal within me with regards to money. Like I'd done a lot of work already. Remember we talked about that. Like I've done therapy, I've done spiritual practice. I'm initiated priests, you know, in the Lukumi tradition, I've done a lot of self-work, but the theme of money, right. As it relates to my childhood and how I grew up and just my relationship to money what was revealed out of Money Magnet for me was that I just, it was like a bad marriage. (laughs) Before you go on, you are a healer. So I said you're a holistic intimacy coach. You are, what is it initiated as a priest? Yes. So I'm an initiated priest of Yemeya in the Lukumi tradition, which is a traditional practice derived from the Yoruba (laughs) tradition in Nigeria. So yeah, I've been initiated this year. It makes my 10th year. I've been in this tradition for about 17 years or so, some, somewhere about 17, 18 years. And so the reason that I ask 
first of all, I saw one of my friends post something the other day. Like she said something like it was a repost that said the world doesn't need more successful people. It needs more healers, more spiritual guides, more, you know, et cetera, like people in the helping realm. But to me, you can be both. You can be both because here you are a spiritual leader. I mean, I have goosebumps. I'm saying all this. I've had like whole body chills for a few minutes because I'm going into a separate segment. You know, I have women from all backgrounds in my courses and I had just been thinking like I've always had a black woman in my life, right? Like yeah, in every period of my life, I've always had a black woman friend and I didn't yeah. have any in my course. And I, when I wish to pour one, you <laughs> you appeared to my life. And my other friend, Tiffany, which is, this is also funny and crazy, who's my, who's, who's, who's also a black woman. She lives in California yeah. when I was living there because only a certain number of people had signed up for my course at the time. And she said, the power of one Barbie, you have one person that can affect a million people and then mm -hmm. put perspective back that it doesn't really matter how many people sign up. It's the influence and the impact that you can have when you affect one person. So then you magically appeared into my life. I manifested you. Like, seriously, yeah. you came out of thin air. And I could not imagine anyone else that I would want. I mean, you came in and it was like, oh, my God, it's, it's you. I call you Khadija, right? Okay. And then you uh -huh. came into my life. And so for me to know that you are the spiritual leader that you are and to know that whatever work we did is going to affect a whole community, not just your family, but everyone that you come in contact with has been yep. so deeply meaningful for me. But then secondly, I really, part of my mission is to break this belief that you have to be broken spiritual. Like, why can't you yes. gain, have wealth from helping people because you're not actually taking from people? So... I was so, so happy to, to see you come into the course. And I have to tell you that when I went to your Instagram, and I think this shifted things, I told you this not as your guide mentor, but as your friend who happens to have a lot of knowledge. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait a second. The Katie that I know with her 10-minute resume, meaning like I could talk about all the things you've done and, <laughs> and deep, deep knowledge and wisdom wasn't coming across on your social media. It's so there was like a real disconnect between the person that I know that you are and what was being presented. So mm -hmm. then you signed up for Money Magnet. And I have to tell you guys, I'm going to put Katie's info, social media info, her websites, all of that in the show notes. You can check out her stuff and her services. But every time you pop on my feed now, when I look, it's just you. I feel like I get the whole you and your power. Well, let me tell you, let me so, tell yeah. you about that. Yeah. Because let me say, before I took the course, I've done so much self-work. I've done a lot of things. I came into a nice amount of money a couple of years ago, which changed my life, right? For the better. I wouldn't consider myself wealthy by any means, but what it allowed me to do was be available to my family, which is what I have been praying for. Like, I just want to be able to take care of my kids and be financially independent. I don't want to have to work for anybody else. Like, I want to be able to 
manage my life. And so I was able to do that. But in the process, I never sorted out my issues around finances. So I have this bank account and there's money to live off of, but I'm definitely afraid that every time I make a purchase, I'm losing money. I'm losing money. And so I also have been trying to create this business where I'm helping people, but I'm stressed. I'm stressed about money, even though there's money there, right? And there's no reason for me to be or feel insecure in this moment. I'm thinking, holy crap, I don't even know what to do with it. I don't know how to maintain it. I I don't want to deal with it, but I need more, right? So there's all of this angst and frustration. And that's why I think in class two, maybe you talked about this, right? And so we started to unpack, unpack what was our relationship to money. And I had to take a deep breath because I just never sat with it. And So what came up was like, I just had this really bad relationship. It was like a bad marriage, like I said before. Like when I was growing up, everything that was bad about our lives, growing up in the projects, very low income upbringing, always struggling, always strife around finances. My mother always old. She always late for everything. So everything in my childhood as it related to money was just, it was a bad experience. There was a lot of shame around it. And you know that I can relate to that. That's probably why we bonded without even knowing why. And you were just repeating the patterns. I mean, because that's how we learn. We get programmed. Our subconscious gets Mm -hmm. programmed. This is how you grew Mm -hmm. up. You saw your mother repeating Mm -hmm. these patterns. And then Mm -hmm. as an adult, you're walking around. And I talk about this a lot. You're walking around with a map of how the world works. And you had a very outdated map even though you have all this education, all this wisdom, all this life experience, and everything that you've said is so common. It plays out differently, but it's so common. Mm -hmm. And when in our lives have we ever examined the relationship to money? We don't. Even though I've been prompted to in the past through other means, like when you go to start a business, they're like, look at your finances. And when you have to do it on your own, for me, it was like, just facing something that was way beyond my capability. And so finally, when I saw you and I would, you know, uh, when I saw your post or your story, I was just like, no, you got to do this now. You got to figure this out. Like that was what prompted me because it was almost like divine timing. I was in it. You were going through it. So I I actually, yeah, I actually do remember it was for you. It was different than for other people in the sense that I feel like you went through session two and it was almost like that was all you needed. After that, it was like something broke. Let me say something that I gave you homework and you did it because you can totally go through the course for those of you who are considering it and just take in the information and, you know, people are going to do whatever they're going to do. But you actually set time aside And I remember this weekend, you're like, I have to do my homework. I'm going to set time aside. And I remember I checked in with you because we're friends. And so I checked in Mm -hmm. with you or you checked in with me on Instagram. And you were like, girl, you're going to have a lot of work for me because this I got a lot of like poop, right? I got a lot of stuff. I remember it feeling heavy maybe for like a week. And then what, do you remember what it was that I do? Like you were able to move through 
And once you were able to move through the way that I experienced it was, which was so beautiful, it was like you were this clogged up bottle of champagne. Well, let's just say like clogged up, not good. And right. then all of a sudden, when you work through your stuff, then you became this beautiful bottle of champagne that somebody uncorked and that you were just yeah. like, yeah, beautiful explosion. Do you, what was it? Take us through that. Like, it was one technique that you did where if we could imagine a whole bunch of money and my imagination was money swirling all around me and then I was making like stacks of money and I just felt so empowered by that. And so you also told us about holding desire, which I use so much now, like, oh my God, I didn't have the language for it. And so when I thought about holding desire, that was the thing that I used as my, in my imagination. And so it was so What does that mean to hold desire? Because our listeners won't know. To embody the pleasure, the feeling, the pleasure that it gave me that I had this infinite flow of money, this infinite flow. So the feeling that 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 gave me, right, in this visualization, right, that it's all energy. We can control it. And so just allowing that feeling to go into my body and holding it there walking through the world, you know, with that feeling. So that's what holding desire, that's what it was for me. But then there was something else you told me about when money goes out, also honoring that, right? Like when you're making big purchases, when you're paying bills, like it's still important to honor that. And I still struggle with that one a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, because we, we are taught to... That money should only go in, but actually money is supposed to flow. And I have to tell you that even though our finances are great, I also have to remind myself that when money's going out, that that's what money is there to do. Money is supposed to flow. And it's just a hard concept for many people. But the more money flows, it's kind of like a house with no ventilation, right? It just gets all stuffy and yucky. And if the money and the air is able to circulate and we have a good relationship with money, then more can come in. And you bring up something else that you still struggle with that. So money magnet and all the principles that we learn, it's not this like magic thing where you learn the concepts and then boom, it's not like we downloaded a disk drive into our bodies and our brains and our cells. It's information that you get to take in and integrate. I mean, you're doing amazing because what you're in the process of doing is taking the tools and making them a part of you. And it's a practice. And as a healer, you know this. It's not like, you know, you you do a spiritual practice and boom, you're done. It's a practice. So what are some of the benefits or what changed? Because that's that's what I want to get into. Yeah. Let's get into the good. Let's get into the good stuff. And and one more thing before we move on to the good stuff Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. that There is that period of yuckiness and moving through, which we get into the course, In we get into it when we are in the course, because these are old emotions that have to be felt and have to be processed, whether it's through yoga and we talk about it in the course, hypnosis, whatever it is. And so there is a sticky period, right? Yeah. So for me, I went like full throttle into my thing, like excited, and then... I hit a wall, <laughs> right? I hit a wall. And oh my God, I can't tell you. And I'm so happy I'm past this now. 
But I can't tell you, I'm single, right? But I can't tell you how much my money relationship parallels my love relationships, right? And, you know, how they kind of play off of one another. And so having issues in my love relationships, there's also something happening over there, right? Or something happening over there with money, and then it affects what's happening in my, it's terrible. Like it was a horrible, cold, codependent <laughs> thing. I'm happy to say I resolved my relationship with money and my thought process. So I no longer attributed that to my love relationships. So that was major. Um, that was wow. a major revelation from your course. For me. Wow. Seriously, on this topic alone, we probably need to come back and do like another podcast because that's deep because your relationship to money is a relationship and that's it often right. mirrors other relationships that we have. Right. It's beautiful. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So going to the good stuff, like I said, immediately I got out of a full throttle. Like you said, you went on my thing. I like went and I was like, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I figured out how I'm going to connect with my group, my niche group. And it was about how I just freed myself up from that because I was, like you said, I was so worried about the money that I couldn't create. Beautiful. Yes. I couldn't show up. I couldn't show up. There was a block. They weren't connecting with me because I was showing up. And like you said, I think you come off desperate, right? In your attempt to get people to come in. And I had the people, right? Because just by virtue of another relationship, a woman who has a huge following, she promoted me. So they were there. The people were there, but I just could not figure it out. So after the second course, and I was able to free up the worries about money and my relationship to it, I showed up with all my full heart and like my full body, and I wasn't vulnerable in the space. It just gave me courage. It gave me an uh, immense amount of courage, but also I wasn't worried about whether people would pay or not. And I think that was the thing. And even now, you know, I'm inching my way in. I started a coaching program. It's a short coaching, but very impactful, not like a ton of value, but it's a short, succinct. And I'm, and, and I priced it where I'm comfortable. And also I have the freedom to have as many or little people as I want, because that's just the way I want to live my life yeah. in terms of my work-life balance. And I'm just on the journey. But I wasn't on this journey before Money Magnet. I wasn't on this particular journey. Well, right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Clients were not streaming in. And now they're now. Yeah. Like, so crazy. Like every time I release the thought of money, the release it, people send me money. Yes. You know, every time, every time I release it. And I'm always like, I worked with a client um, a month or two ago and I did it. She couldn't pay. And I was like, I know she will pay. And I wanted, she is like this amazing woman who has a huge network of Black women who are in my demographic, right? And so I was like, I know working with her will pay me tenfold if I, you know what I'm saying? Like work with her. And she was crying in my session with her. And 
I forgot about the money because she called me a couple of weeks later to say, I'm putting a group of women together. I'm going to pay you to come and work with us. And I was like, okay, fine. And that's what I wanted, right? So that was the payment for me. So we're working that out now. But then yesterday I was thinking, so I like to make a little money every day. I'm like, I need to make money every day. And so when I released that, out of nowhere, she, she sent me money. And I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, and I was just like, wow, universe. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, of course. And we talk about this. We talk about the energetics of money, which is what you're referring to. And one of the things, if you remember that I say something like this, is that if you're coming from La, and if you're strangling your money, which is mm-hmm. like, it's like being a needy wife or a needy girlfriend mm-hmm. or a needy friend. Nobody, money, money doesn't want to come to someone that is so dang needy. And right. when you stop choking, if you have a beautiful little bird and you stop choking the bird, the bird can fly. Yeah. And that's how money is. And so when you release your worries, you're a vibrational match to, to good things coming to to, to, to money flowing in. And so what I'm seeing is you practicing, practicing and integrating the principles. And I love that we're talking about this because I'm not promising a quantum leap to your seven figure year in three months. Like this is the messy and beautiful process. And you, you talk about pricing. And you said, this is what I'm comfortable at. I do want to say that you said, it's not a ton of value. And I don't think that's fair to say. It's a short coaching program that you've released. That is a ton of value. Like, yes, that was true. Thank you for, for saying that. Yeah, yeah I was, well, because I don't want other people to think that. And I want you to see your own value in that. Like, no, it is a ton of value because not everybody wants to spend, you know, six months or six weeks or whatever it is, number right. one. And then number two, energetically, this is something that we don't, we, we talked just a little bit about in Money Magnet, energetically, you have to be okay with whatever pricing that you set. And you and I texted the other day a little bit about like, okay, well, what do you feel comfortable charging for your time? What would make you feel good? Because if we don't charge enough, then we get resentful. And then we feel like we're giving too much. But that's also something that you have to grow into. You don't go from making charging $200 for something and then charging $2,000 for something because you can't get behind that price. And if you can't get behind that price, then your clients are not going to be get behind that price. But whenever you finally get there, people are going to be knocking down your door to get your services and they're going to pay whatever. And the demand is going to increase. So, oh my God, girl, we could talk for ever. I know. And I'm so grateful for you making that distinction and correcting me in that because that's something that that's going to be very useful for me to keep in mind, even as I continue on the journey. Like, because I do feel that way. I do feel that it's extremely impactful. And thank you for giving me that. Thank you for giving me that language. When I see what you do, there have been some videos on your Instagram where there are people gathered, which, by the way, that has always been your power because I used to go to parties with you and gatherings. I was always, yeah, there were always people in your house. You've always been, I guess, a a gatherer of people. I don't know. Well, a leader, really. And when I see people on your Instagram videos, they look so happy 
And it's a feeling that I get of like, you brought them together, which means that they're there because of you and you're creating that energy and you're, you're so freaking powerful. You deserve the Louis Vuitton bag metaphor. <laughs> you're right. Like, I think that's what the dream was about. It's like, girl, yeah. the bag is real. Like, it's a real Louis Vuitton bag. And it's not about the bag. I don't really care. Yeah. No, but it is about the bag because but I actually been bag. thinking about that. Actually, you do like nice things and you've always I liked nice things. So, yeah. So it is about the bag and not about the bag, right? Mm-hmm. So what we charge doesn't have to do with our intrinsic self-worth because we're worthy whether, you know, yeah, we're rich or poor or like we have stuff or not stuff. But you're putting tremendous value into the world. And as a projector, and I don't have limitless energy either, as a projector who has, you know, just a few hours of energy a day, plus you have three children or four children now? I have two at home and an adult. You want to be able to provide whatever value out into the world, charge for it in a way that compensates the amazing wisdom and knowledge and experience that you have and why not be wealthy? Like why not? Absolutely. And I think for me, and that's why I chose you, right? Because you have a proven track record. I know you, I've watched you on this journey. And I'm like, if there's anybody who knows about wealth and wealth building, it is my friend, Barbara, (laughs) because she's been doing this with integrity for many, many years. And the thing that I love about what you teach is that you understand that I don't, you didn't understand when you made your video that I'm a projector and I have, you know, a certain amount of energy. But the thing that you did say is that you don't have to overextend yourself, right? And so we talk about the divine feminine, which you're nurturing your body, creating balance. And that's something that resonates with me. And actually, I think that was also a key to um, my decision, right? Because I don't want to work in this very sort of masculine way that I've always done it that way as a mother, as a producer, you know, my former life. When you got into Money Magnet, you already knew that about yourself because you had gone through that burnout phase and that's why you got into the kind of work that you do and the pleasure alchemy and being in your feminine and really nurturing yourself. But now I'm linking it right now, but yeah. money, there was a disconnect because you knew that I got it. I got, it, I got this huge light bulb that you knew that in terms of your spiritual life and your life as a woman, you know, just, I want to say as, as a sexual woman, just as a woman, mm-hmm. you knew that you wanted to be more in the receiving feminine mode but that just hadn't translated into bombs. That just hadn't translated into how that could fit into your career. And I think that's why you said yes, but that's really what you got out of it. And now you're seeing that you can actually make money, build wealth with feminine energetics without having to kill yourself. But you're right now you're just in the process of implementing and integrating. And yet you're already, you've seen the results. I see it, right? And clients are coming in. Yeah, the clients are coming in. I'm so excited. The clients are coming in. And more than that, there's great impact. So not only am I receiving the money, but I also am receiving those blessings, that energy back for people who I'm helping. And I know you can relate to that. 
And thank you for saying that because what I don't want people to think for one second is that I'm advocating or preaching empty financial accumulation because mm-hmm. that's that's empty and I've I've been there. I've been there where I was able to really build something huge, but I felt empty because I overdid it, overgave, overextended, just over everything. And where I am now, it's no, we get to, we do get to have it all. We get to build in a beautiful, relaxed way. We get to be in our divine feminine. We get to make an impact. Like without the impact, I just wouldn't be doing this. I don't need to just accumulate wealth. Like money's good, but it's impact. It's doing our soul's purpose. And oh my gosh, we get to make an income doing what our soul is meant to do. Absolutely. That's the dream, right? Because the other way that we're taught in society is that you go, you get your education, you go and get a job, you work 40, 50 hours a week, you kill yourself, you get a salary, and then whatever, you do it from there. Or the other way that you talk about that you've done in the past is that you grind, 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 and, you know, get the money no matter what, whatever, however that goes. And then, you know, you accumulate wealth in that way. And none of those speak to my spirit. It just doesn't seem like we're supposed to be exchanging, right? With one another and sharing energy, right? Like flowing, yeah. like money. Yeah. yeah. So what would you say to someone that is on the fence of signing up or is considering it? It's an investment and it's, it's not like just $100. What would you say to them? I would say that, well, I'll just say for me, like using myself as an example, I was not allowing myself to heal an important part of myself that needed healing. And this is more than just about making money, right? This is about your own self-preservation, your own creating value for yourself, right? Because as a Black person, knowing what my ancestors come from in this country, there's so many what we call generational curses Mm -hmm. and finances are where a lot of Black people are at the bottom of the pool, at the bottom of the stairs, so to speak. And so for me, I just couldn't DIY it anymore. Like I just couldn't do it on my own. And so the message that I say to people is, if you need help, get help. And if you're sick, you're going to go to a doctor, wherever you need to spend money for yourself to make yourself better, whether it be therapy, you would do that. And so for me, I can't say that it was an investment for me, right? At the time, even though I had it, right? I had it. I still, you know, I'm always a little hesitant because I have two kids and school and finances and I'm raising them by myself. But what I realized was that I could no longer not make this particular investment because I was going to lose again. I was going to be back where I was before within a short amount of time. I remember we talked about that. Yeah. And so I was able to stop the bleeding. But in a few words, you know, I would say to anybody who is hesitant about taking money magnet that it's a game changer. (laughs) Like. Simply put, it's a game changer. It's a worthwhile investment. It's more than just talking about money. It's really a healing process. 
And so if you're open to that, then this is where you should be. At least for me, I think I'm able to take what I learned in Money Magnet and apply it to so many other areas of my life. So it's more than just talking about money, Mm -hmm. right? It's talking about your relationship to money. It's talking about um, your generational relationship to money, your Your relationships in general, right? I thought it was going to be just the money course the first time around, but I see now, especially with all the different testimonials and what I'm seeing that it turned out to be like this really life-changing, life-transforming experience. So, okay. We've been talking forever. I feel like we need to come back on. I'd love to have you on another time to talk about. I would love to do that. Just your work and what it is that you do and and receiving and being a woman and all of this good stuff. So I want to thank you and I love you so much. You are. I love you too. You're a life. <laughs> Mar, you're a forever friend. So I thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Yeah. So Barb. I love you. I love you too. And everyone who is listening, thank you for tuning in. You still have a few days to sign up for Money Magnet. We begin on March 6th. So you know what to do. The link is below. And I've also put Katie's information below so you can connect with her. Till next time, everybody. Bye-bye. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.